Hello everybody, on today's broadcast we're going to be talking about fake empires, the kingdom of God and your well-being. So, let's dive straight in, Claire Hooper. Okay, so... First of all, let's talk about your bangs. They're fresh. Did them myself first of all and then I had a hairdresser tidy them up. What do you think? Great, but tell them the theory with all the toilet rolls. Oh, I mean, it's not really a theory. It's just that recently I found a free way to style them. And uh, I've seen so many like people use the Dyson Airwrap and it is dollar. Like it is dollar. And um, A, I haven't got the money to spend on it, but I'm not yeah. sure if I did have the money, I would spend on it. Yeah. I mean, if somebody gave me one, I yeah, probably I mean, wouldn't refuse it. Product but, placement. <laughs> So I was on a bit of a mission to find something. Me and Gracie bought like a bit of a cheap sort of hair dryer one, you know, like a fake sort of Dyson thing. That's all right. And then I discovered after trolling the internet that you can use toilet rolls to mm. curl your hair. Mm. Mm. Speaking of fake. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, you weren't oh. really genuinely interested in my hair. I then. was. Well, I thought... It would be a like oh, nice oh, okay. light segue. Let's be honest. So you so you're using it as a segue. You weren't really genuinely paying attention or I'm, interested. I'm trying in. to be a digital host to the people who are watching and listening. Fair enough. So Fair please enough. don't right, expose then. my methods. <laughs> <laughs> Just trying to be kind. Trying to pass to people yeah. digitally. No. Uh, so we thought we'd tackle some light-hearted things today, but no, in genuinely, like there's lots going on in the world. And since we last sat down to do a podcast, it's just gone mental. Um, at the back end of last year, I I picked up a magazine um, from The Economist, actually, and uh, it's called uh, The World Ahead in 2022. The Russian editor writes, the Kremlin will increase pressure on Google to fall into line. It may slow down its search engine and impose fines, and it will continue to develop its own video hosting platform, our YouTube. You said yesterday they launched a... a, a At Instagram, they've closed Instagram down in um, Russia, and they've launched their own internal Instagram. Wow. It's Remember what it's called i'll find out what it's called sure to which it can move popular content then switch off youtube if necessary restoring a monopoly over information is central to mr putin's power the war over the internet will define russia's future so i mean we're seeing it all more and more there's so much information so much misinformation what have you found nothing yet keep going keep going keep going and um we wanted to bring a little bit of hope in that actually we want to speak a little bit about like the hope of the gospel and why empires have been around since there's been humanity and what the kingdom of god has to offer versus these empires that we face this russian empire or the the attempt at a russian empire is not a new empire it might be new for some of us but there have been empires that have come and gone there have been the rise of certain empires over the years and uh, this is just one of those expressions that the bible clearly talks about so fake empire what have you found out about instagram i can't find it i'm trying to dig it because i've not got my glasses on and um i'm trying to concentrate on what you're saying as well so i felt like do you know what i'll i'll do my best to find it and maybe try and pop it in later yeah, rather absolutely. than try and get to it now yeah. but people can google that themselves but i find it fascinating that Something can go so, something that's so global, that's mm. connected us all, mm. that a country, if they want to, can isolate mm. the group of people that are within there mm. and create something that creates something so insular. You know, mm. we've become so connected over the last however many years, right. and it's brought us lots of help and aid, but it can be removed from a generation of people 
it's like, is that going backwards? It feels like that might be going backwards. It's pushing pushing people into isolation, into like tribal mentality again. Yeah. And like, you know, the world has become so connected and so inter. And that feels way more kingdom. And this is why this is like, you know, the empire side of that and how that impacts our life. I myself have been incredibly nervous about what's coming i don't know i've never lived through anything like this right. it makes sense that as a generation we might live through something yeah. like this but we've yet to see it play out haven't we exactly yeah. what might happen or what might come next and we'll i mean you know we've we've got friends who are doing some incredible work in, in the immediate thing in, in warsaw right. in poland to help those poor people the refugees who have yeah. been displaced and and so we've been involved in helping them but but globally thinking globally as well and um like you say that people are you know all around the world internet searches are saying you know people seo is saying people are nervous about the yeah, end of yeah. the world end times and wow. you know i think it's maybe time for us to step in yeah. with some of the gospel message and say yeah, look yeah. look the book of revelation was written i know people like freak out about it sometimes and i know even in our community when we said oh let's study revelation loads of people went nah you're all right it's freaking me out i don't understand what the beasts are for and i don't get the you know the wings and the horses and all of that kind yeah. of thing and so i remember like we we sat down and decided to tackle it what does it mean and what does it mean for us now and what's it got to do the book of revelation with the end of the world right. and so I did a couple of studies, two great books that I would totally recommend about uh, the end times and the end of the world. And one of them's called Reading Revelation Responsibly, which I think is a great title. <laughs> like you've got to read it responsibly. You can't just <laughs> impose your, you know, like Republican world 21st century, like mind TV, <laughs> yeah. apocalyptic type vibe on it. I've you've seen got that movie with yeah, Nicolas yeah, yeah. Cage yeah. and now I'm going to import, put my own thought. <laughs> on it like no no you've got but you can like if you just read that as a book in isolation yeah it can appear like slightly bonkers yeah i mean it's it's a prophetic vision of uh of well the apocalypse means the uncovering it means the revelation right. that's literally what it means so apocalypse just means uncovering something so what's going on there is the the secrets right. of the kingdom of god are being revealed but how do we know and uh, so this book, Reading Revelation Responsibly, is good. Love and then there's that. another great book, which I'm going to quote from this morning, um, or whenever you get this podcast, called Mystery Explained by David Campbell, who's a, a great teacher and, and a friend. And he's been really, really helpful in helping us understand understanding how to interpret Revelation. And he says um, some really helpful things when you read that stuff. To interpret the book symbolically does not mean that Revelation does not refer to actual events. The key is that in order to determine what events different parts of the book refer to, we must look back to the Old Testament realities behind the visionary symbols. Like mm. Revelation refers to the Old Testament more than any other book in the New Testament. There's so much mm. synergy between stuff happening in the Old Testament and the Old Testament. And this, there's this concept. Of, like a mirror. Like, like a mirror. Like, like things mirror. are going to return. Yeah, yeah. There's a returning. Like a closing to, of the loop almost. Right, 100%. Yeah. Um, some of these, such as lampstands in chapter one, are identified for us. For others, we must go back to the Old Testament to see from which which they are drawn. 
he talks about the eagle's wings and the woman and all of those sorts of things and we haven't got time to go into it now but the the whole the, the church he says is composed of people of every nation is portrayed throughout Amen. revelation as the fulfillment of god's promises to israel through the work of christ taking its place in god's plan god's plan is for the redemption of humanity for the redemption of creation that's why climate change is such an important deal that's why you know yeah, the way yeah. we treat these poor people who are in refugee status right now because it's part of god's redemptive plan that we as christians extend that yeah. hope and that gospel hope to them that's oh, part of yeah. god's so so it's not like it's not some isolated thing from which we can do nothing about is it's a significant part of the message of christ is that we step in to history and shape events and be part of the positive answers and solution that jesus has designed us to bring and then he says and this, I love this, and I, and, and I really want to encourage some people with this, especially if you're freaking out and you're, and you're up at night. There is only one return of Christ, which will be visible to everybody. There's no secret rapture and one end to history. So he says, <laughs> I love that. There's no secret rapture. It's not secret. It's not gonna you're going to know. You're going to know. And it's not like special people go first. Right. It's and one end to history. Wow. Revelation portrays the church on a journey out of exile in Egypt and proceeding through the wilderness under God's spiritual protection. Although they're subject to earthly attack and harm, it culminates in the church's entry into the promised land of the new Jerusalem. Like, you've got to read the book. But the idea is, look, we will go through persecution. And I, I right. think we all, some of us as Christians are all being, already we know people in, in yeah, different parts of the world are being persecuted. But it's it, come, it feels like it's coming again, though, doesn't it? Yeah. Like if you're a believer and you're you're stepping into God's truth and you want to live uh, as a disciple wholeheartedly, um, there's seasons of in history where there's quieter seasons, but yeah. it feels like it's coming where there's going to be more of a wrestle, yeah. and you're going to be need to be a more robust believer. Hundred percent. Yeah. I, I mean, I think that's experientially been, mm. and we've planted a church. When I think about the eighties and the nineties, which was much more, if you like pro-evangelical christianity yeah, in yeah. britain and now there's i would say a little bit more hostility yeah. and a little bit more and in, and it's an opportunity it's the same opportunity but it just means we've got to do things a bit differently mm -hmm. so yeah and this book just want to finish this off because i get excited about what it is <laughs> the revelation revelation is written to christians who are being persecuted by rome and okay. it's and it's mm. and it's an encouragement to be faithful okay. to keep mm. going is don't don't give up what you believe just because the culture or the roman culture as it was then the persecuting culture is 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 like making life difficult for you and it's the same message for us now as it always has been since it was written all those years ago is to remain faithful and that these empires that we see the rise of it was the roman empire it'll be dynasties coming and going i think we're probably seeing the end of or maybe a decline of the western empire right. in one sense and the rise of the chinese empire and maybe the russian right. empire these empires are subject to the kingdom which jesus has um, already brought to earth and will bring in a greater measure in future so our hope i think needs to be in the kingdom and needs to be in the king and his kingdom and not to be so worried and so concerned about the evil empire and the sort of tyranny we try and do our best in the midst of that we bring the gospel message but look yeah. death could not hold jesus and it won't be able to hold us either so say i am somebody who's at home who is like just gripped by the news by the tv by the what's going on yeah and um i know i need i know i need to bring a kingdom mindset to it yeah 
what what do I need to change or what needs to change so that I can move from having the fear of that to seeing the hope in that? Yeah, is there something man. practically that I could do? Yeah, a couple of things spring to mind. I think the book of Psalms is there when we get overwhelmed, when our emotions kind of overwhelm us. We find, I find that there's a Psalm for every emotion I'm going through. Um, some of them are really totally. like savage and, and they give you like they're very brutal they're very honest but they give you a a, um, a a language sometimes when you don't have words to say and you know we'd be idiots not to understand that there's, there's things that we none right. of us wants to go through the things that we're going through and none of us is you can not be moved by the things mm -hmm. that are going on, on the tv but I think it's that as Christians, we are not powerless. We have something that we can Absolutely. do. And so to pray and to and to pour out your complaint before God, to cry out for yeah. justice, to even cry out like for Lord Maranatha is the word, like come Lord Jesus, like come yeah. and bring an end to it. That's a totally responsible thing to do. But then also to understand like when Jesus brought the kingdom, he was liberating people from right. the fear of um, death, liberating people from the fear of loss and, um, and and trying to help them like step into a peaceful new way. Yeah. In the midst of all the suffering and the pain, we can be ambassadors of this, not to get all Star Wars on it, but yeah. the new hope. <laughs> the new hope. Right, people have often used this word, like, and I'm just not sure, so I'm interested to what you think about the signs of the end times. Um, like, is this, how How do we know? How do we know? Is this, is this, a, I mean, there's been, since, since this was written, Revelation, like, there's been loads of things that could have pointed to being the signs of the end times. Yeah. But, but why do people use that phrase? And why is it around specifically, you know, like this war? Or why do Christians lean into that? And is it helpful? Is there a more helpful way of approaching it, do you think? Yeah, I mean, Jesus says, Matthew 24, just typed it up now. I'm not like I've got it in my head. <laughs> God bless Google. <laughs> And you will hear wars and rumours of wars, but see to it that you are not alarmed. Right. Amazing. Such things must happen, but the end is still to come. Like, what do we know from Scripture is that Jesus, when the people bothered him, when's the end Ooh, day? What's yeah. the date? Like, he said, I don't even know. My, my father knows. Yeah, yeah. Only my father knows. And he's not telling anybody. And so I think it's foolish for us to chase down a date and try and be all Nostradamus about stuff. Because that's just going to leave you more stressed than ever. And if you want to deep dive Ooh. into YouTube and lose You'll your mind, you're going to find... You're going to find exactly what you're searching for. Exactly, exactly <laughs> the mentalness that you want to search for. But like, let's go yeah. back to the words of Jesus. It's like, okay. like it's, the point is not... I don't think... He, if he wanted us to know, he would have told us and he doesn't. Mm. The point is, come into the kingdom. Come in. Come and get to know the king. Mm. Receive the kingdom now and and learn to live with Beautiful. a completely different mindset um tim keller talks about it uh, in one of his messages about like the, our response to the kingdom is like radical generosity to the poor radical overhauling of the social status and then that we learn to live with joy hope and joy and justice for the future that we're not going to see it all now but that we're part of the kingdom that is coming and has already come so i hope that makes sense it's just it's, it's yeah it does it does no it does it's like time yeah, for yeah. our faith to go yeah, deeper yeah. it's time for our mm. faith to figure out what do we believe it's time to read scripture and go okay what what do i believe about the end times because 
sometimes we don't really take it seriously until we feel like it might be coming upon us, you know? Yeah, I do. I do. I was in a meeting this week and um, it's been ringing around my ears, this thing that this person said. We were talking around um, the end to UK poverty. I work for a a charity called Critics Against Poverty, as you know, because we live in the same house. Yes, and you have mentioned it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and uh, one of their one of their key aims is to see an end to UK poverty, and so like I mean, it's, it's a it's a big statement, yeah, and like no, they're doing amazing. a lot of work, and then I don't think they're thinking by next week, but they're doing a lot of like interesting work around that. And I was sat in a meeting with um, a guy who runs our external affairs this week, and he said. Um, the only way I can see that we're able to communicate this basically to the wider UK is to is to try and focus people on. I don't really care what where you go when you. Uh, hang on, let me phrase it how he said it because he said it so well. Where you go when you die? No, hang on. He said, okay, so, okay. He was basically saying it's more important what you do before you die yeah. than what you do when you die. That's it. That's okay, it. Right. So what you do when you die or where you go when you die when you die is maybe not as important as what you do before you die. Okay. So like what you do with the time. And like he also said um, that um, when you get to heaven, what you'll be asked is not what did you do, but what did you do with what I gave you? Right. And so like in these situations, wow, that took, that took me a lot to get out. No, I, I mean, it's a, it's a tricky one. Okay. Christian, uh, one of the Christian <laughs> organizations used to say, we believe, believe in life before death. Like the idea. Ooh, yeah. So yeah, we also yeah, believe yeah. in life after death, but we also yeah. believe in life before death. Yeah. And that's what we mean the, about the kingdom yeah, is right. here and now. That, that concept has been ringing around my ears after I met with him and talked to him and, um, it, it, I mean, it's something I, I believe in, but it was nice to have hear it in a way that was like, yeah, so these enti- these things that are coming, as much as it's valuable for me to know whose I am and who I belong to and what's going to happen, yeah. w- my life is for living yeah. and not for like, not necessarily for fearing, which right. is perhaps maybe what we could talk about in then how do you, how do you stay well? With, you know, well, how do you stay healthy in your mind, healthy in your body, healthy in your relationships when the world looks like it's mm. ending? Do you it's know crazy. What? Maybe, maybe the world's always been crazy, and maybe <laughs> we just have got yeah. more avenues by which to see it. You know, I remember like did a, I did some American history at university, and um, like they they talked about the the. the Vietnam War, one of the greatest impacts of the Vietnam War on American society was the fact that it was the first televised war. Wow. And so, like, they put journalists on the front line. And as soon as, like, apparently the the narrative is that as soon as, like, American people begin to see soldiers in combat, the reality of it really shocked them. Right. And I think we're at a state now where we can see the reality of situations far faster. We can... Instagram real rockets yeah, being yeah. landing in in Mariupol and right. you know um, depending on your feeds, and so I I, yeah. I think maybe it, there's always been chaos. Maybe yeah. I've, but we're just more aware of it than we've ever been because we can see it because and we're more connected it. to and, it. Hey, we yeah. got a phone, and you know yeah, what? No, you got right. a phone. You've got an Instagram account. You have got a Twitter, yeah, yeah. YouTube account. You are now a live broadcasting agency, and we've all seen the power of yeah, decentralized absolutely. media. And people now picking up their yeah, phones yeah. and telling their stories. Yeah. So now our now our difficulty is a couple of things. What's what's true? Right. Yeah. As in true both, as in truth. Accurate. Accurate, like not fake news, as right. in actually what's going on yep. and how it's playing out, like in a yeah, factual way. And and we, I want to do a podcast on critical thinking because I think yeah. it's one of the most needed things right now is how do we tell what's mm. 
how do we how do we recognize the source of something it's very very important um that we understand like not just everything we see we don't just get a feeling off somebody somebody said to me the other day joe biden he's a lovely man <laughs> and i was thinking wow that statement is so subjective <laughs> I've never met the guy. How did they know? How do they know he's How such a nice know? guy? Like, but that's the point, right? We, 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 we. That's we the image these... that we've as mes- been presented to yeah. us. I like, and that that rings true for a lot of things publicly, publicly and privately. And then what we can do is the kind of person that we are, and the the way that we look and observe things. We can't do much about the way other people present themselves right. or or how organisations yeah. present themselves. But we do have to fight for truth and knowing things to be true and fact checking and yep. source checking yep. and yep. watching things and um knowing where there's media yeah. bias and accepting that yeah. we we True. we True. are have a media bias yeah, yeah. and we have a cultural we bias do. we do and that's unavoidable even as we mm. approach scriptures but even as we approach the yeah. world around us um there are probably things i mean you know nobody's the 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 yemen situation is coming more into focus really, now really uh, especially mm. with the with um the world cup coming up and that's going to be a big deal and should remain a big deal the human rights and the treatment of those people in right. Yemen. but as you rightly say maybe, maybe we, we, you know we we got to be more aware of how do we stay well how how do you stay well how do you uh you know calibrate how do you yeah, stay yeah. like there's so much of this stuff coming what do you do to um to 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 look after your well-being when um you know i i really enjoy that digital space Mm. so i i enjoy it as a for entertainment for information i use it for a one-stop shop for all sorts for education for um for relaxation i use it for for many multiple things Mm. but you do find that when something becomes a topic like this now especially the, the threat of what's going to happen it becomes everybody's conversation right and when you're in a conversation with people you can tend to just go actually i'm going to go and chat to somebody else but when it's on digital you have to physically just go i'm not going to consume anymore so for me to stay well i i've dipped off watching the news now i maybe once a week catch up with what's going on Mm. rather than having it going all the time i don't do well not having answers or impending doom i find that quite demoral i think most people do but i find it really heavy really weighty to carry around with me all the time and um and i'm not in a position where i can do much about it i can pray i can give i can motivate others to get involved but i but actually you know, I also have other things in my life that I need to stay yeah. well and keep my mind and sleep. So my sleep regime, making sure that's good. Although, let's be honest, I don't have a trouble sleeping, really. No, you've never, never Not struggled really. for sleep. I mean, sleep, sl- I, I, yeah, I mean, my sleep's quite healthy. But at least just the the, 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 the mode at which I'm, what I'm carrying with me. Yeah. Your story, your story, yeah. your opinion, your opinion. Like, it, it messes with me and it, it makes me foggy. So to stay well, I have to do that and... I, I'd turn to creativity or I will do my very best. Although I definitely in this last few months, it's been really heavy. It's been Mm. hard not to Mm. want to just be drawn to pray, like just constantly muttering at times, you know, when you hear something or you see something. Um, And um, I'm not sure that 
and you can't remove the muddy puddle that it is. I can't. It's, I mean, it's bigger than a muddy puddle, but I f- it feels like you can't remove the pain that it is. You can't remove the 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 um, the not answers that it is. You can't remove that from your life. You can't just like ignore it and hope it all goes away. Mm. I'm not advocating for that. I'm advocating for taking a break and letting your mind be just have space to see hope and be a, be a part of hope because your brain needs to recalibrate, your body needs to recalibrate, your mm. hormones need to recalibrate. So taking a space and taking a break yeah, it's really in a very long-winded way. But no, yeah, no, that, no, no. Yeah, yeah well, it's yeah, important. Yeah, it is. And um, you do better when you're creating. I was reading a quote this Low week. Um, evil cannot exist in creativity. No. Because if you think about evil is destruction and yeah. and um, sort of like um, <laughs> denigration and yeah. entropy and pulling things down, that's what evil is all about, copying and poor copies and shams and stuff like that but right. but creativity in its purest form comes from god himself so the more that we can create in the midst of it all that's why you see these... and creating doesn't have to be sorry you just made Not me think creating doesn't have to be painting something no. it could be making a nice meal yeah. it could be making your bed yeah. it could be um doing some craft activities with your yeah. kids it could be planting something in the garden it's doing something with what you have and problem solving yeah. so it could be creativity could be using your brain to solve sudoku puzzles or it could be you know it's there's there's lots of ways or avenues for you to to tap into the, the things that you're designed to problem solve or create from. Yeah. So like, it's easy, I think, as arty, arty people, musician, artists, for people to go, well, I'm not creative. Well, we are all, have we all do have a source of creativity. Well, we're all creative because values. we're made in the image of the creator. Mm. And it's just, how are you creative, mm. I think? Some people are creative in finance and business. Some people are creative in atmospheres and mm. environments. Some people are creative with tasks and and yeah. project management and some people are creative with you know um tiktok yeah. videos and uh, but but i do think creativity is a hugely mm. important part of staying mentally well for me it's um getting outside nature right and um, physical exercise um phoning people i think yeah. uh more, more we've talked a lot about um what's an antidote to fake empire and what is in the kingdom is authentic relationship with people uh, i think it's hugely right. important like even across digital barriers you know i have this mm. group that two of us three of us <laughs> two of us two others three <laughs> of us like we, every thursday we have communion and um confess our sins to each other and it's like an old biblical practice and we're not in the same room but um and then every month we try and fast one day and then okay. feast one day <laughs> and they're just like old biblical practices uh, that the early church would have used and they're brilliant because they help us gather around this shared experience um but they really invite the presence of jesus into it as well and, and it's would just you been, you'd recommend that to other oh, people it's been to really start. helpful like um you've got to do it with people mm. you trust yeah say who do you how do you pick <laughs> who to do that way you have to pick yeah and i you know you have to be careful what you say and building those yeah, relationships sure. or whatever but like these guys have known them for uh 13 years or something yeah. so i like let's pray together it was, a, it was a, yeah somebody else's idea i think it was pete and rich's their, them idea they said like john i was like can i be in it <laughs> can i join in pick me pick me and literally that's what they that's how they tell the story and then matt came along pick me can i be a part of it but honestly like it's yeah. just been amazing i am um, yeah that's great and that's helped your well-being on it 100 percent. because yeah yeah it keeps me 
accountable to my friends. Yeah. And it helps me um, confess yeah. my needs and my stuff that I've done wrong, my sins. And then it allows the spirit of Jesus to come in mm. and help me where I'm weak. But then we celebrate what God's also doing in the mm. midst of everything that's going on in the world. And that's very similar to what the early church did. The early church were persecuted beyond what we're in the West are going through right now. And there, there's a guy, um, I forget the name of the book, but he, um, talking about, it's called, called the rise of Christianity. And he says that two of the things that they, um, they had that were no notable. One of them was joy in the face of suffering because of the, Jesus was with them, and so they somehow managed to be wow. joyful, consider it pure joy yeah. when you face trials of many kinds, because mm. you know the testing of your faith produces perseverance. And like, they had a joy in the midst of everything that was going on, and I think that's that's my ambition anyway, you know, what's going on right now. What other things do you do for mindfulness, babe, for well-being? Uh, the practicing of being present was something that's that great. I have like, um try to have as a daily habit in my life so um what do i mean by that because for me some of the traditional what you see if you scroll pinterest about what well-being is is not my vibe i'm not gonna run a bath I'm not gonna light a candle <laughs> you hate baths. i'm like i hate baths are too hot they're just too hot baths <laughs> so i get out hotter and more botheder than when i got in so i I don't know some of those things that you if you scroll five ways to increase your well-being I think for me I've had to learn what is what makes me well mm. might not be what makes you well mm. but to be a healthy adult the certain mm. things I need daily in my life and practicing being present was one of them so um not not being distracted by unless by choice not being distracted by something else when I'm with people I I needed nice. that time and space. Um, I came from a potting background, literally a potter on a potter's wheel. Long extended periods of time to have a conversation that come, starts beginning, middle and end. Right. You know, and not lots of interruption. I know some people don't mind the back and forth and over and over. I don't feel well from that if I do it regularly. It's interesting because you, you know, you live on TikTok. Well, I say you live on TikTok. So, but no, you I love TikTok you and it's 15 seconds and it's bap, 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 bap. And you've got a massive capacity to just yeah, scroll yeah. and scroll, scroll, scroll. Like I, I can't do it. Yeah. But but then you've got this other thing, which yeah. I think is, you know, yeah. really important to your well-being, where you're saying long, long times of but silence, those, long the, periods of... But those 15 second videos that I make have taken me a, like years to cultivate that idea you know i'm not just making up ideas to put on tiktok they're things that i do apart from the curlers recently but mostly they're things that i do and i'm just recording my life so they're years and years of practice at something and i'm just sharing it with a group of people that might want to listen and i do feel like i'm, I'm practicing being present i choose to be i've chosen to be in that community digitally mm, yeah. and so i'm choosing to be present and i'm present by contributing and my contribution is creating content that might inspire somebody help somebody um, entertain somebody and so i'm being present by that i'm also being present if i'm in that space by commenting engaging yeah. like encouraging other creators and um, like talking to people not ghosting them and just you know consuming and binging what people do and yeah. never like saying thanks that was ace i really appreciate you took the time to create that or say that or do that or so practicing being present there and it's you know a period of time but it, it, it in an, in that space and in other spaces 
you'll that's one thing that I've really that's really encouraged me taking a deep breath I take I've started taking work meetings if I work hybrid so half my time's at home and when the sun's out you'll see me outside sat on our tree swing taking meetings outside if I can because being outside and getting that vit- yeah. boost of vitamin D is like it's free it's free well-being do you know it's not you'd have to pay for well, it it's not a gym ca- membership it's I like Canadian uh, Health Service have started to have started prescribing w- walks no way. in the national park as part of their um, uh, like well-being. They can actually prescribe by a doctor. I I was talking to somebody as I did this the other day at work. There was a, a couple of us that had stopped where we work. We're in like a mill. We walked both of us. All, there was three of us. We walked outside, walked round the building to go back up the stairs rather than going up the stairs in the building just to get a little bit of vitamin D. And I was like, what if? Like we prescribed this as an organization once a week. We were like, right, everybody leave your desks. It's your one minute walk. Go outside, walk around the building. The mood, I don't think I'll get it passed, but the mood would lift. Well, Maybe I'll just like turn the, like the fire alarm on, like, you know, fake fire alarm to get everybody outside. Well, the Canadians, <laughs> the, walk alarm. the Canadians know what's up when it comes to national parks. True. So, you know, maybe, maybe that'd be a way you could bring it into your organization yeah, 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 yeah. is to say, look, the Canadian government think this is a great idea and we have the Dales just yeah, up yeah. the road, so why don't we just get involved? True. True. Anyway. We've got whatever you've got whatever you choose to do, like, you know, to help yourself be well, nobody else is gonna be as bothered about your well being as you are. And so I think the commitment to you might wait for somebody else to try and do that for you, but we have to just continually find ways of being healthy, whole believers and looking after our, our own well-being spiritual well-being yeah, mental well-being sure. like you know the things that we do is is our own personal responsibility totally i was just in closing i was thinking about this verse been really ringing around my head we did it in group last night um it's really beautiful uh where is it <laughs> <laughs> it was so beautiful do not be afraid little flock jesus is saying for the for your father has been pleased to give you the kingdom do not be afraid, little flock, for your father has been pleased to give you the kingdom like he's already given us the kingdom. And now the invitation is for us to just step into the kingdom. What does that mean? It means a new way of living. It means a new priorities. It means like C.S. Lewis said, you know, sometimes we think that God's doing up our little cottage. But actually, what is he doing? He's remolding it into a castle that he can live in. And that is the kingdom is things are being made new within us. Things are being made whole. Things are being made right in us and through us. That is Jesus' invitation. Come to the kingdom and the king and uh, watch what I'm going to do in the middle of all of this stuff. So, yeah, that's our hope for you guys today. All our listeners, subscribe it and like it if you liked what was going on. But at least check out our other content. And if we can help you guys in any way, drop us a message on the socials, Instagram. Pinterest, Pinterest, TikTok, email, hello at kingdomcompany.co. Yeah, man, we'd love to see you. All right. Bye. Bye.